Okay, it all looks good. Yes, it looks good. Okay. Woo! Your turn to do the intro, man, Tom. Okay, I will do the intro, Tom. Welcome to Podcast Maximus. We have a very special show for you today. I am Tom McNally, and with me is Stuart Webb. Hello! Hello. That was Stuart Webb. And Marion Hildrich. Hi. And we have two special guest stars. The voice from the abyss, Tori. Hi. Hey, from (laughs) nowhere. The loveliest place to be in this year. Uh, we also have, from a mysterious undisclosed location, Iza. Hello. Iza and Tori are uh, very welcome special guests. They are from TF Nation, uh, the, the the best nation in the world. Woo! Uh, Marion has recruited <laughs> them to come and tell us how things went down in Chicago last month and how TF Nation is going to continue into 2017. Aren't you? Yeah. Yes. We've, yeah. Yeah. We did a yesterday, didn't we? (laughs) We did a thing. We said we were going to move into the the bigger hotel suite. We've got the biggest room in the hotel. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Not not only the biggest room, but it also comes with its own foyer and event rooms. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Wow! Ooh. What is this biggest room Ooh. normally doing around that time of year? Um, holding um, the well, this uh, year it was having what? Convention. Yeah, the colonic irrigation convention, or uh, possibly <laughs> <Wow>. intimate <laughs> Jesus this year. I think. Well, I hope you put down con. a tarp. They held a lot of Indian weddings in that room during auto assembly at the same time. Often, All I don't once. know if it was a yeah. I don't know if it was a wedding <laughs> fair or just one big wedding, but there was usually a. a, a Possibly the same wedding every year. <laughs> every year they came back hoping there wouldn't be Transformers people and every year they were disappointed. <laughs> and they were like, oh no, it's those two girls again with their weird costumes. Are you dressed as Optimus Prime? No, I'm still not dressed as Optimus Prime. <laughs> are you the wedding's real? off for another year. question. When a child from Intimate Jesus came up to me and said, are you real? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Am I? Well, you're Jesus. in the void, so it's questionable, really. <laughs> How intimate can one be with Jesus? <laughs> well, I guess he can be in all places. <laughs> well, he is. No. Yeah, well, let's not go there, because he is. If he is literally everywhere, he's in some very bad places. Yes. <laughs> like this um, Skype call, which isn't actually a Skype call, but... <laughs> <laughs> this hangout slash Skype slash Zencaster no, call. Jesus doesn't use Google. He's very, I believe. He's on Bing. Sorry, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Marion, you went to TFCon in Chicago. I did. Um, did you survive? I, I lived to tell the tale, yeah. It was my first one. Really? Yeah. Lay it out from start to finish. Okay, so I'll start talking about it and we'll have Isa and Tori chip in, I hope. Um, mm-hmm. So I got there on the Friday and it was a big hotel and then I went and found my room 
And then I tried to find other people that I knew, because I knew a lot of people who I'd never met before in real life. Uh, so that was very exciting. Mm-hmm. So I met the guys from Transmissions who were there early. So I met Jeremy, Yoshi and Daryl. And they had this really posh room set up and they had this whole recording studio set up in there and they were getting ready for their parts party later so they had lots of toys in there too. It was all very exciting. So I went to say hello and we ended up doing an impromptu podcast recording. Um, so that was yeah, straight right into it. And uh, then Jimmy's and Emma's, uh, as they're known, um, Jim and Emily dropped by as well. Uh, from Electronic Saviors, uh, they're the guys who, well, Jim is the guy who owns a record company that's put out the Respect the Prime CD. You know, I wonder who had um, put that out. What is it? What does it yeah. mean? It is, um, it's an album that's been done for charity, and it is covers of uh, the Transformers the Movie soundtrack um, tracks uh, by various artists. Um and uh, they've been doing this series of albums for charity, a sort of like uh, compilation albums. And this is the first one they've done, which is uh, very specific to Transformers. And Casey um, uh, Collar has done the art for the uh, CD itself. Um, so, yeah, that was nice to say hello to those guys as well. So, and they had a table uh, at the... Um, TFCon, and they also did a panel, which I went to later on that day, uh, with uh, Sir Jim and Daryl and Casey Collar did a panel about the album, and they talked a bit about that. Then I went to the Nick Rose and Josh Burcham panel. How are those guys doing? They are doing very well. This was the first time I've been in the same country um, with Josh Burcham. (laughs) <laughs> so that was very exciting you know like, makes it sound quite sinister as far as you know <laughs> he is uh, silent but deadly he, he was very quiet on the panel um, yeah it was mostly just Nick kind of going like oh what do I do I'll just I'll just bullshit my way through this it was great <laughs> so were you guys on the same panel as well yeah yeah we saw the the records panel yeah what yeah, happened? I think I was in that panel. <laughs> well, um, on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Who won that panel? Who won it? Yeah. Who won it? Um, it's not a Nick, fight. definitely. <laughs> not a, I imagine all these panels is kind of like where they get some mud and they all, they all try and pin, pin each other down. No, like, yes. You might be thinking of something very different. That's, yeah. not oh, that's, no, that's the TFCon that I went to. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me that was going on? It's <laughs> what you need the big room for at TF Nation. I've got a, I've got a mental no image. I've got a image now. Bob Budiansky wrestling with Nicky Roach in mud in oh, motion uh, underwear, which isn't good. It's... Why would you share that with the class? <laughs> I did not want that in my mind. <laughs> okay, so oh, Nick, Nick was... won that panel. Um, <laughs> Nick, Nick wanted. There was a question from someone in the audience who basically asked him, "Why do you hate cup, Nick?" <laughs> uh, she, and she had this massive cup plus with her as well. It was really cute. Um, it was a. It was a fun panel. Why does and he then, hate cup? Uh, I don't think he does. I don't I think remember what he said. Maybe cup is just like um, a symbol of everything that Nick aspires to be but never can be. <laughs> 
It's, it's a symbol of his Long fragile moment. masculinity. It's what he aspires to be, but he cannot achieve. <laughs> he really wants to be able to smoke a cigar, but he can't manage it. It's... Can't pull it off with that hair. He keeps setting it on fire. Okay. So that sounded like a success. What happened next? So uh, you guys were all there, by the way. You, you guys were, all the three of you were, were there, but you hadn't met each other yet. Yeah, I didn't no. actually know that Marion was there. Isra and I got in on the Thursday, eventually, after waiting about a week for our hotel shuttle Oh my the god. Um, <laughs> I swear, waiting for the shuttle took longer than the flight. <laughs> waiting for the shuttle took longer than the convention. But oh. we got there, and there wasn't and then, a little TV screen with movies to watch while you were waiting, <laughs> so it felt like an eternity. <laughs> we... We checked into our hotel room and met up with some of our roomies who were already there. And one of them went off to watch Hamilton with some friends. And the rest of us, being as we were at a Transformers convention, went immediately to Hot Topic and the Disney store. And Great. How, how, and how I bought is... every item of Pokemon <laughs> merchandise in sight. <laughs> How big was this hotel then? Because it sounds... Oh no, this is... (laughs) I wish. No, there was a mall nearby. (laughs) Yeah, the uh, the most interesting thing about the hotel was the... um, Architecture? Tentacle monster, (laughs) which was a uh, Pokemon Go gym. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and this is actually on Pokemon Go. It was called the Tentacle Monster. Yes. Um, So that was the gym that I controlled for most of the convention. Did it live up to its promise? (laughs) It was... It's just a weird light fixture with like weird spindly things coming out of it. Like, the, whole, the whole hotel is kind of weird. It, it's like this massive clusterfuck of different styles of architecture and sculpture yeah. and stuff. So like, the, the central, it kind of looks like a Soviet prison. Yeah, the central building is set up so that from any room you can kind of see any other room with the lift in the middle and then like sort of gang walkways across yeah, to the outside. but like the material used on the outside is like, I think it's actually wood, but it kind of looks like grey stone. <laughs> and so it just looks like all the Soviet architecture I saw in Bulgaria. And I was like, well, what the hell's going on? But yeah, then sorry, they also so have like plants, um, what they called like- Giant silver plant beds hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. And then like all these plant beds with greenery coming out all <laughs> around them. And it's just like, what, what, who decided? And, and then on one wall, there's like, orange cushions on yes. the wall yes it's like who built this place and in the lift and for some reason in the toilets in the mirror opposite the sinks there are tvs which endlessly show you cnn so oh, because it's just like donald trump always the entire time in the lift while you're just trying to take a dump it's donald trump <laughs> They were right there in the mirror as you're washing your hands right in front in of you. It was like, oh my yeah, God. yeah, in the mirror. Well, he's even in the women's bathrooms. <laughs> Leave us alone. That, that's Taking so a dump. Here's Donald Trump. <laughs> a new slogan for his um, 2020 campaign. <laughs> so it, it sounds like the hotel was a uh, panopticon sort of shape thing, uh, which I only say because I quite like to use the word panopticon, and you never really get the chance. I would agree with Transformer name, really. On the basis that I don't actually know what you're saying. It's like a uh, prison built in a circle so you can see your cells uh, from any position. (coughs) Yeah. Yes, but it's a square. (laughs) Ah. Oh. And there's a tentacle monster. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you're in this kind of nightmare. And uh, (laughs) and you didn't see Hamilton... Um, but you did yeah, see Nick so Roche, sad. Uh, Super sad that we didn't see Hamilton. <laughs> uh, drown um, Josh Bersham. 
in their battle. <laughs> oh yeah, we went to the battle royale, the Wreckers <laughs> battle royale. Yes. Um, between Nick Roach and Josh Bircham, that's definitely what happened. <laughs> we actually we saw Josh Bircham earlier in the day when we were like walking to our room, <laughs> and we yeah. accidentally blanked him because he did this weird thing where he like waved at us and then hid his face and ran away. And I was like, was that Josh? That was really he didn't weird. Say anything to us. He just sort of gesticulated madly and continued walking. And then I was just Isa asked, "Was that Josh?" And I was like, "I guess it looks like the back of his head from here." Because <laughs> I've never. I, it was my first time at TFCon as well, and I'd not met. So there was like a bunch of people I hadn't met before either. But I talked to him on Twitter, and I was like, "I'm pretty sure that was him." But if I yell Josh and it's not him, it's going to be pretty weird. So better not. No, it's okay. I've got your back, Isra. If you yell Josh and it's not him, I'll say yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I managed to blank Nick Roach at one point at uh, TF Nation, so it's, at least I'm not the only one who does that. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor Josh. I, know. Then, I had a bit of a cultural shock moment. I'm probably going to edit this out of the podcast, but we sat down for a meal at the hotel bar, and I was the only person among a group of seven that ordered alcohol. <laughs> I had that the entire weekend. The entire weekend. Don't edit this out of the podcast. This is my main thing about TFCon that I found really weird. I was like, why is no one drinking? Why is no I one know. in the bar? What's happening? Why are you all leaving on Sunday and not staying up till eight in the morning drinking? What's wrong with Americans? So- so let me let me just um I went to TFCon in Canada and they they tend to spend a lot more time in the bar there except the drinks are really really weak sort of watered down cocktails and then you come to the bar here and no one's really drinking and you get a cocktail and I swear to god there was no lemonade in that lemonade oh my god that, that I had. cocktail it was just messed tequila me up. it was tequila grenadine and lemonade it was pretty much just pink tequila I there was no lemonade. my hangover the next day was so bad I was not expecting it it hit me like a brick wall <laughs> so basically what you're saying is if you're going to go to a TFCon make TFCon Toronto is that the lesson from this go to TFCon Toronto and bring your own booze <laughs> not that we would ever advocate doing that uh, <laughs> of course not no we're professionals I would have thought everybody would be drunk in Chicago all of the time if I was, maybe I, maybe it's I mean, because Canadian money is worth less their alcohol is also less <laughs> I don't think that's a hard and fast rule. <laughs> I've been to Bulgaria and trust me. <laughs> it's like quadruple vodka and orange for like two quid. It's amazing. <laughs> so, so, uh, <laughs> so nobody was drinking. I killed him. <laughs> so yeah, I actually got called, I got called a badass for taking a panty <laughs> to, uh, to the Nick Roach and Joss Virgin panel. <laughs> oh, sweet summer children. <laughs> They all need to come to TF Nation. We'll toughen them up. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, at 10 o'clock, we had a podcasting panel and the people actually turned up for it. I was really impressed. It was 10 o'clock on a Friday and people were not at the bar. They were at the panel. Sorry, we weren't there. We were at dinner. (laughs) Well, the other thing was, it was supposed to be a kind of like low key, see who turns up. Maybe we're going to entice people to join us if we give them mm. free stuff kind of thing. Um, and it was at that point, it was uh, myself, uh, so from Podcast Maximus. It was uh, transmissions, all four of them. And then it was um, two guys from What the Fuck at TFW. And then all of a sudden, Gary Chalk, <laughs> Greg Berger, and Richard Newman turn up and go, Is this the podcasting panel? And we're like, Yes. And they're like, okay, I'm <laughs> on stage. <laughs> we're all like just looking at each other, like, what's happening? 
<laughs> and apparently somebody had told them that this was their panel as well and they were joining the panel. So we just went with it. So we just started recording as if we they were all supposed to be there. Um, and actually, I think it turned out pretty well, to be honest. It did end up that all of the audience questions were about them. <laughs> fair enough, really. Um, but I was having this moment where it was a bit of a like, uh, I have to you know keep my head on because I'm doing a panel and I have to stay focused. I have to now keep my head on because I'm doing a panel I hadn't prepared for at all with people that I have no idea what we're going to talk about anymore. Also, I am sat right next to Greg Berger and oh my God, I'm sat right next to Greg Berger. Um, so it was a very surreal experience all around. <laughs> It'd be great if Gary Chalk, uh, Richard Newman, and um, a podcast together. I was just thinking that. (laughs) It would just be a real feel-good podcast. They'd just be talking to each other like, you're amazing. No, you're amazing. No, you are the most amazing. I think they're all troublemakers. I think it would be... The the thing with Greg Berger is, uh, I mean been to a few gods where he's been at, uh, he could just come on and go, me Grimlock, me king, 20 yeah. minute round of applause. He says it again, another 20 minute round of applause. 8 million views. do that for an hour, that's his panel. If you're curious about how that went down, we are releasing it as a podcast. We do have this recording and it's a fun thing to listen to, I promise. And Greg Berger only went me, me Grimlock with the once and I don't think he even used the line. Um, he's uh, he was uh, like uh, very engaging. He's a lovely bloke as much as I got to speak to him, and uh, Richard Newman as well. I didn't get to speak to Gary Chuck very much. But, uh, yeah, that was an experience. And then it was eleven o'clock, and then I was like, <laughs> and then they were like, no, and, and people were like, no, parts parties. I'm like, what? Parts parties. I'm like, okay. So then we went to a parts party and then people came around and looked at more toys. And Who goes to a convention for the toys? God. Can you tell me what a parts party is? Because it sounds dirty. Uh, I asked the same question when I got there. It's super nerdy. It's super nerdy. I I think it might have come up at BotCon because BotCon had um like a, a veto on all third party stuff you couldn't have third party merch on your stall in the Aww. dealer room so a lot of dealers who had third party stuff to move would have parts parties which they basically have their stock out in their hotel room and you can go up and just buy it there and it, there's normally at the american conventions that i've seen like a notice board in the hotel forum and people will stick up if they've got stuff to sell or if they're looking for stuff to buy or if they're having a parts party in a certain room the room number what they're selling what they've got and what time it is and when and you just go along to the room and toys look at people's dirty (laughs) underwear on their beds while buying some toys (laughs) ideal Kill two birds with one stone there. Uh, there are like flyers and posters around and everything advertising them. So, you know, you kind of know where you're going. And they all set up, you know, people have to, you know, you don't just walk into a room going, is this the right place? I'm not sure it should be here. You know, they, they do um, set them up properly. Hmm. So I had one of them like right across my room and I still felt really uncomfortable walking. <laughs> so I never went. I was right there. It's like, it's someone's room, I can't do it. Isra and I waited outside. Yeah, two of our friends went to a parts party and then the rest of all the girls in our room, we all just stood in a line by the lifts waiting for them. (laughs) And then, like, many a meme was born in that beautiful half an hour. (laughs) 
Because we were all like standing in a row next to each other and we were like, oh, we look like a girl so gang. Then, Let's like lean against the wall and judge people as they walk past. And then this guy walked past and was like, oh, is so this the line for the bathroom? And so that became like the meme <laughs> of TFCon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, one of many. One of many. TFCon, the yeah. line for the bathroom. Presumably he was keeping yeah. the bathroom to find <laughs> so out what's going on. Got to find out what's happening with Hillary. That's what he's He could just have gone into the lift. He's all trained for the lift. There's a TV in there too. <laughs> so yeah, that was what we did. Well, how much dirty underwear was in the transmissions podcast room, man? Uh, I, di- I didn't see any because it was a palace and the bedrooms were upstairs. Ah. The downstairs. Oh, was that was one just... of the rooms with like yeah, the spiral was... staircase in? Oh, fancy! Yeah, it was one of them. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's like a flat for a hotel room. <laughs> Yeah, there was a separate entrance <laughs> at the top floor. Two <laughs> like, yeah. I think the last time that TFCon took place in that hotel, Josh Perez was staying in one of those rooms and I went oh. in to help him carry some stuff up and I was just really, really confused at the fact that it was a room on two floors in a hotel with a spiral staircase in the middle. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a bit surreal. It sounds very Las Vegas. More than uh, Chicago. I don't really know what they were going for. Maybe if there was like fur lining the walls, it would have been very Vegas. <laughs> but no, we just had Maybe orange cushions. Orange cushions. <laughs> yeah. Maybe when there there is a convention or something on at the hotel, maybe they um, set it all up with traps and then hire. <laughs> Um, p- people to pretend to be burglars to try and get in and then see how long they survive. What? <laughs> so they're rolling bowling balls down the spiral staircases, they're dropping stuff from like, Donald Trump so jumps like out of the his wrestling. And... If... <laughs> yeah. If it changes your perception, the last time TFCon was in that hotel, outside our hotel room, there was a window like in the in the corridor, which just had about two million dead ladybirds on it and around <laughs> it. It was just, just a massacre of ladybirds. Wow. Yeah, this hotel is really weird. There wasn't any carpet, there was just bug. <laughs> I think we're going to have to step up. We're going to have to step up at the next TF Nation podcast to find a room like that at Hilton. We can't have transmissions. Yeah, you need you need your dead ladybirds too, man. Presidential seven for you. I I could get some locusts. Hey, the Hilton has some weird stuff in the hotel rooms. Yeah, we found a bat in Billy's hotel room. A bat, just a flying bat, a real bat, a bat that flies. Was it adorable? It was. Aww. It was so cute. What did you do? Um, we caught it and let it go. You know, the yes. law is in America that if you find a bat in your room at any time, you're supposed to go get a rabies shot. I didn't get a rabies shot, so but I am fine. still alive. That's good. <laughs> you fought the law and you won. Recording. <laughs> Allegedly, or just, we can't see you. We don't know where you are. So. Well, yeah, I, I can't prove that I'm alive. <laughs> You'll just have to if, if this can be one of those urban myths, we'll, f- we'll find out afterwards you died six months ago. Does story actually exist? Or is she just a figment of Izzah's imagination? <laughs> She's, is she just a conspiracy by the Conservative Party? Who knows? 
So, um, Teresa, what else did you get up to on Friday and Saturday? We watched we watched Guy Fieri. We went on TV a lot, <laughs> and I'd never seen Guy <laughs> yes, Fieri before. It was fantastic. Yeah, Highlights of the convention. Deal. What? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so we were we had dinner and everything, and then we were hanging out with. Um, uh, like Josh Perez and Alex in their room and they were like doing commissions and stuff so we had the TV on in the background and our roomies and our roomies our yeah. girl gang of eight roomies <laughs> and, um, and we were yes yeah, so- um, we went into oh, yeah, Chicago we did that on Friday as well yeah and, I and we went to a comic again, shop a lot of money we did do that on, on Friday I bought the Fire Emblem Awakening art book um, which me and Tori then sat and looked through for like an hour when we got back to the hotel <laughs> <laughs> yeah, worth it. Worth um, it. Yeah, we just went to like the comic shops and a video game shop where they had like loads of cool retro games and stuff like that as well. Like they had um, the Nintendo Power Final Fantasy Guide, like the original one. And I was kind of like, ooh, but I just spent so much money, so I probably shouldn't. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, being as Aww. it was a Transformers convention, like my main thing was that I really wanted to buy some Overwatch merch. There isn't any. <laughs> yeah, both of us went there. Like, so, Tori was like, wasted I need holiday. to find some Overwatch merch. And I was like, I need to find some Pokemon merch. And then, do we care about Transformers? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> wasted trip. <laughs> Did any of you make the, pil- uh, make the journey with... Uh, Oh, uh, Guido, to see the All Hail Megathon art? Uh, no! On that wall in Chicago? Oh, you mean with, was oh, it Casey, no, wasn't it? It was Casey. What you mean Casey? <laughs> Do you know Casey, yeah. Oh, sorry, yes. <laughs> right, I'll, I'll fix that. We'll fix that in the edit. Did any of you go to see the Casey art? No, we did not. We didn't know it was there until I saw him no. post a picture on Facebook. I think, I think he went... I think he went after the convention was closed and... Isra and I, on the Monday, we were going around Chicago mm-hmm. with one of Isra's friends. Yeah, I have a friend from uni who lives out there, so we hung out with him. Um, and then also, the you know, shopping in um, Target, the most more Pokemon merch. You can do <laughs> oh, I did that when I was in America. It's pretty yeah. exciting. <laughs> Harry Potter. I bought, like, no Transformers stuff at this Transformers convention. I think I had a, I have a commission from Sarah that she didn't get to finish in time, so that doesn't count. And then Mazelby gave me some stickers... I'm pretty sure that was it for Transformers related. Oh no, wait, I had I had the like the poster and I bought a print from uh, Brandon, the Nautica and Ultra Magnus cover. That was it. Like I didn't buy any actual Transformers. I what did I have? I had a commission from Nick that he owed me from two and a half years ago. Oh, he actually finished that. Um, I thought he didn't finish it. <laughs> yes, he did. He did. It's- because I was standing next to him being really passive aggressive because he was like, hey, Tori, I've finished all Are my commissions. Really? I was like, uh-huh, all of them. Oh. Uh, yeah. Um, and so he just like drew it. You should have been like, it's not good enough. I crumpled it up and thrown um, it away and be like, do it again, Nick. <laughs> and uh, what were you waiting two years for? Um, a white trash <laughs> tailgate. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh wow! Okay. Good choice. Can we see a can we see a picture? <laughs> no, because Tori is in the void. Where not not right now. Right? Yeah, I'm just holding it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I I might be able to get a picture to you guys afterwards. Oh, that would be awesome. Uh, I know you like your art, Maria. Did you get any commissions while you were over there as well? Yeah, so I mostly got commissions. I got very few other things. I got a commission from Casey, a commission from Brandon, one from Nick, finally, the first time. And, oh, there was one more, I'm sure of it. 
Uh, I got one from Mike Moylan as well, but it wasn't for me. I got it for my brother. I was at the, uh, on the Sunday, actually, I had a moment because I'd actually been in Chicago like a week early. Um, I was there on the Friday before. Actually, no, I was there on the Saturday before because my flight was a day late. Uh, and I ended up a day late in Chicago. But I had been there for a whole week before uh, TFCon happened. So I'd already done all the shopping and all the stuff. And all the while I was thinking, oh, I'll buy my brother something from TFCon. You know, I don't need to get him anything now. And then I got to the Sunday when I'd spent all my money. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, I haven't actually bought my brother anything, have I? And I was going around at like two o'clock, like an hour before the dealer room closed, going around looking at all the stuff, going, what am I going to get him? Because I had no room in my suitcase. There was no way I could fit anything in there. It had to be something very small or very flat. Uh, so I saw my mole in there uh, looking kind of quiet. And I was like, yes, you, you, do you have time for commissions? And he was like, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure I can do a sketch. So he drew me a little Rodimus for him, which was really, really cute. <laughs> How many of sketches with drift side <laughs> I now have a collection of like drift commissions. And there is, I mean, I love drift, don't get me wrong. But the only reason this has happened is because I'm so awful at thinking up commission like themes. Some people come up with like really clever stuff, like Tories, you know, white trash value, <laughs> for example. I'm rubbish at that kind of thing. That was an so accident. Like, <laughs> was it? <laughs> it yeah so oh when was it, it must have been BotCon 2014 um we were in a, a group of us were driving into LA or something and we were listening to Black Eyed Peas Pump It and one of us in the car was like wow this would totally be Rodimus's song because it's so douchey and obnoxious um and I'd I'd got a a sketch place on on Casey's list and I was really struggling on what to ask him for and I was just like Casey, do me a douchebag Rodimus. And he was like, you, what do you mean? I was like, Rodimus listening to Black Eyed Peas Pump It. And that's how it started. It's all Casey's fault because he did this most amazing sketch of Rodimus with this like snapback hat gesticulating wildly with the So now to all of Tori's commissions are douchebag name of Transformer. Yeah. And they're fantastic. It's <laughs> very difficult when I'm explaining Sakamoto, to, like, okay. Sakamoto Hayato. Like... How do I explain in Japanese what a douchebag is? <laughs> and all the is? cultural connotations Ooh. that come along with it. That's amazing. I want to read an essay on that. What? Oh, you know, what do different languages call that guy, call a, a douchebag? Well, what is the philosophical meaning of we all know a douchebag? Yeah. What is a douchebag? What are they doing that sets them apart from other... Bags. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to bag. There'll be a, like a there'll be a culture where it's just described as like British. Well, we deserve it right now. <laughs> Do a British run of us? <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, a little bit of politics. <laughs> Dangerous. So, so on the uh, Saturday, then. In between collecting all your various commissions of drift and uh, white trash transformers, <laughs> uh, what, what did you get up to on the second day, then? Was that the yeah, day that, but that we was until the evening? Lemonades? But I honestly can't remember anything that happened uh, yeah. before that I don't or during much. that <laughs> or after that. 
didn't we go and try and eat food and all of the restaurants were full because the cubs were playing oh, or something yeah. ridiculous sports, so we ended up going to the food court while we were there and everyone was like and everyone was like oh the cubs yeah, all the sports and i was like i don't even know what sport you're talking about don't talk to me about the sport <laughs> there's so much sport happening on the tv and it's all different it's sport something- and i don't care about any of it Something to do with baseball oh, and a baseball. curse broke after 71 years. For the first day, I was convinced it was and football. I, think- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hand egg, because it's American football, so it's hand egg. It was, uh, it was a match from Back to the Future 2, but a year oh, back. Yeah, is that so why people uh, cared? Oh, Even though the hotel is in this really bizarre sort of residential village called Rosemont, where nothing really happens, it was horrendously busy on the Saturday because yeah, everyone was so couldn't eat. <laughs> To be fair, there was a group of like so 12 of us. So we so went to the mall. Most restaurants wouldn't have seated us anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we went to eat food at the mall. Did you guys try Chicago pizza? Yeah. Yes. Yes, that happened on Friday. Thursday. Friday. I don't know. Friday. A day. Happened Friday. on two days, actually. Thursday. On one of the days, I was like, <laughs> I can't eat any more pizza. Oh, and went downstairs and bought a salad. <laughs> <laughs> I tried every pizza imaginable, like the 10 days I was in Chicago, and I have to say, I've now, you know, I've done my research, and I can tell you for sure you I don't. don't like Chicago pizza. <laughs> well, it did basically give me a heart attack <laughs> while I was eating it, so I can kind of understand that. It's like a quadruple-layered <laughs> pizza. I looked at it, and I was like, there's no cheese on that pizza, and then I bit into it, and I was like, oh, the cheese is inside, it's, it's like a sandwich <laughs> of pizza. <laughs> It's, it's like a quiche. It's a quiche yeah. with cheese and tomato. A quiche. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, a herb hunt. It's very now. nice. It's very nice, but it will kill you if you I eat too much of it. Quiche. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's very nice like, in small when we doses. When got it on the Thursday, I, I ate like, one slice, slice and I was like, oh, I'm full. Fantastic. Done now. I don't need to eat any more for <laughs> the next week. <laughs> I, I think that's a plan, man. It's- Killing off the population, we're going to be losing oh. Obamacare with overly fat pizzas. Is that, I think they've been doing that for a while, it? to be fair. So, from what I understand, the Chicago pizza has been a thing for a long time. But yeah, it was the food there was well, like terrifying the, uh, to me. The... So it was just like every portion was just gigantic, and yeah, it was huge. It was absolutely massive. Are you supposed? Is, is it impolite to not eat at all? If you don't eat, you die. You, well, yeah, which would be very impolite to your family. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but when, like, when we went to, um, you rude, you how dare rude you girl. die on me? How dare you do this to me? <laughs> so all we've done for you. Uh, no, no, yeah, but you, oh, you get yeah, a giant yeah, they portion. Do, I think they. If you just eat, get, now you're full. Well, when we were in Florida for, I went to. No, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Florida for Botcon 2010. I remember going to a restaurant with everyone. And I ordered pizza, uh, not pizza, sorry, pasta. And then I basically like, it was like a mountain of pasta on this huge bowl. And at the time I was having loads of like food stomach problems. I could barely eat anything anyway. And I was just like, holy shit, what am I going to do about this? And I basically like shaved the top layer off the top and then had to give it back. And the guy was like, are you sure? He was just really confused about the fact that I hadn't eaten the whole thing. And I was like, because it's enough to feed a whole village like for a week. So they do the portion sizes yeah, are very, very, very large. large. <laughs> very large. I mean, it's great because you don't ever go hungry, but 
oh boy, do you over? I would like. I would like keep half of my dinner and eat it for lunch the next day, which actually made the trip cheaper, I guess. So I mean, I got a little shop in the hotel that did some lunches and they did mac and cheese for $5 and that would have lasted me for about three or four days. It was huge. It was like a pizza sized mac and cheese. <laughs> Americans! Well, if, Nobody likes mac and cheese that much. If you're on a convention yeah. budget, you just it put works. it in the fridge in your room and yeah. you keep it for the entire convention. It didn't. No, it didn't fit in the oh, fridge yeah, in our room. It was too big. I thought they asked us about the convention. We were like, so the food and the Pokemon merchandise. We haven't actually talked about the convention. If we're talking yet. about the food, is that we have to talk about that steakhouse? Right. Oh yeah. Oh god. What happened at the steakhouse? <laughs> what didn't happen at the steakhouse? So oh we went to Did this. Did you eat Bob Badiansky? I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's just laid out there. Come, friends. It's, it's a Brazilian steakhouse, and you pay a set price, and all of the the salad and sides and stuff are up on a buffet, and you go up and you serve yourself as much as you want. And then, and then with, there's like these. They, so they've got mixed salad and like smoked salmon and antipasti and all that stuff. And then you've got like a coaster and it's red on one side and green on the other. And if it's on red, then the waiters don't come like swooping out of nowhere. But when you switch it to green, green, they throw meat at you. (laughs) Meat just flies at you from every angle. Wow. It's great. That's so Roman. (laughs) (laughs) But then we had this waiter who, so on the table, there were like 12 of us on the table, right? And me and Tori were the only British ones. Everyone else was American and Canadian. And he must have just heard we me and Tori talking, to talking to each other. And he went, oh, my God, are you guys British? And, and then, then he goes, crumpets and tie, crumpets and tie, crumpets and yeah, tie. he started just saying shit in a really bad English accent and expecting us to know what he was saying. And I was just kind of sat there, like, in shock, staring at him, like, I don't Is know what you're saying. He was saying, like, complacency or something, because yeah. it was a really bizarre accent. And he was just like, say it, say crumpets and tay. And we were like, what, what? What What are you talking about? What is happening? And we realised he was saying <laughs> crumpets, and, crumpets tea. and tea. And so we started making, Isa made this joke, like, oh, yeah, if you don't drink tea every day at five o'clock, the queen, queen comes, comes and personally you. beheads you. <laughs> and he was like, you've got a queen! That's so weird. He was just like constantly amazed at the fact we were English. It was And then he said, really weird. Like, I have to go to Australia and work on my accent. Yes. What? No. Pardon? No. <laughs> and then and then like I have to go to Britain and pick up the accent and I was like, which one? Are you obviously mean Glaswegian, which is the best accent? Or just don't ever go to Britain because you will be killed. Yeah. <laughs> Because he wouldn't drink, he'd get the time zones wrong. I wouldn't drink tea at five o'clock. Yeah, and then the queen would come and behead him because we all know that happens, right? And and he busy. would be going, "You're a queen. That's so weird." <laughs> She'd be like, "It is a bit weird." He'd die happy. That's important. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was our weird restaurant experience. <laughs> we always have yeah. to have one. Yeah. <laughs> so should should. Uh, we send Stuart to TFCon. I mean, we've, 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 we've throw him we've, to the wolves. We've cut the feed to Stuart. Who would most annoy design. an American waiter? We'll send we're planning him. for his birthday to knock him out and, uh, and Thursday, to bundle him up. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 knock him out or knock him up. Oh, uh, you know, technology. <laughs> and 
and send him out to Chicago in time for next year. Do you think he'll enjoy that? Well, it's a year away, so he'll be I, stuck be in for Chicago a, for yeah, a say, year, be... not doing anything. Just hearing people talk about the Cubs I, constantly. Well, we'd give him something to read. Yeah, my birthday's on Thursday, Tom, and TF Cod is a for like This is very for thoughtful months, of us. So I think there will be a bit of a long wait. <laughs> I think Marion's thinking she'd rather get knocked out to be sent to TF Cod and have a free holiday. Not knocked out, you're very dark today, Tom, with your wrestling and your artificially pregnating people against their will. Not as dark as me, I am just the void. <laughs> yeah, you're literally the void. You're sort of how dark you. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll climb down I think a bit. This is just what me and Tori do to people, to be Would honest. you recommend going to GFCon for anyone? Not <laughs> but just of course, just right, Stuart. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It's a I mean, fun time. Although, don't expect everyone to be drinking as much as they do at TF Nation. The, the vibes between TF Nation and TFCon are quite different. Um, hmm. uh, what would you say the big difference is? Well, you described it quite well, actually, Tori. You said that like TF Nation is a bar with a Transformers convention attached and TFCon is a Transformers convention with a bar attached. That's, yeah. Which is, I think that pretty much sums it and up. And then BotCon yeah. was just a Transformers convention. Yeah. Oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> How, which other conventions have you guys been to in the US? Uh, well, I've only been to BotCon 2010 and 2011, and I've not... The TFCon uh, Chicago this year was my first time going to a trans, uh, an American convention since then. Um, okay. So... Tori's been to all of them, though. I've so. been to yeah. every BotCon since BotCon 2009, and I've been to every TFCon, including Canadian ones, since TFCon Chicago 2014. So what did you think of this one compared to all the others, then? Um, it was... So compared to the last time TFCon was in that hotel, they were actually sharing the hotel with the uh, Supernatural convention. So oh, wow. Supernatural convention had those rooms that TFCon was in this year, and TFCon was sort of relegated to the basement. So it felt kind of divey. The, the rooms were dark and small, and it was kind of... It felt like you really shouldn't be there. Like you'd snuck out at night and your parents didn't really know where you were. <laughs> Whereas this year it actually felt more like a convention. As opposed and to like a basement comic shop. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think take, as well it was... Take that, Supernatural fans. Now with the demise of BotCon, it felt busier. And more Transformers focused. Like at um, TFCon Canada on the Sunday, they sort of open up the dealer room to more general geek merchandise. So you see a lot of Star Wars stuff. You see a lot of anime stuff. Whereas... In Chicago, it was definitely more Transformers focused. And I, I don't know if that's to do more with BotCon being deceased. Um, but at Charlotte last year, it was they, they carried on the sort of Canadian thing of, of having mixed merch in the dealer room on the Sunday. Whereas this year in Chicago, it was really Transformers focused. As the name TFCon might imply. Uh, they um, haven't said TF stands for Transformers. It could be <laughs> this fucking con. <laughs> That's actually what TF in TF Nation stands for, by the way. This no, fucking no, nation. Tori's <laughs> fabulous nation. Oh. <laughs> that explains a lot. What the law is in Tori's fabulous nation? Uh, be fabulous and mm. drink. Okay. <laughs> 
in a fabulous way. But what was it like for you, Marion, as a as a North American convention virgin man? Uh, how did that feel different to uh, TFN? So, okay, things that stood out for me: there were a lot more men at TFCon than there are at TF Nation, where it kind of feels like a more of an equal split. I think mm. definitely, mm. Um, and there was a lot more focus on the figures. I felt it was a lot more about the toys than it was about the fiction, and there was less. Uh, cosplay as well at TFCon. Um, so the focus was very much, I felt the focus was on being there to buy toys, talk about toys, do toy stuff. And there was also, you know, some panels about the TV series and there were some panels about the comics, but they didn't feel that well attended either. Um, I mm. thought people were mostly in the dealer room. They weren't really at the panels listening to creators or voice actors. Or podcasters. Oh, but, well, you see, but even on the Sunday where we had the second podcasting panel, and that was the very last thing, it was even after the official close, and we still had people there. And again, I was very impressed at that. And I mean, we didn't have a full room by means, but it was, you know, there were enough people there to make it a successful panel. And I was impressed at that, to be honest. Um, so I don't know if it's, if it's because of the demographic split, like, the American cons I've been to do tend to be more male-dominated, but mm. at TFCon there was noticeably more comments about being about a girl women being there yeah. than like, TF Nation. I, w- I would have said that I noticed people kind of like looking at me funny when I was walking down the corridor towards the convention and stuff like that, as well as like actual comments and, and stuff. And this like isn't that. something that's but, unique to TFCon because it's no, no, I have it's, had it at Bot. It is a convention thing. You like you just get sort of comments really like are you here for the right convention one of the bot cons someone <laughs> asked me if i was here for the my little pony convention i was just like no i didn't realize one was happening are you <laughs> oh, that sounds rubbish yeah well laughable <laughs> yeah it was pretty funny to be honest <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like because also like I think there was one guy who was like wow you guys are here for TFCon I've never seen so many girls here for a Transformers convention before and it was the table we were sat at was Alex Milne and Josh Perez and then like eight or nine women all of whom apart from me had been to TFCon before and one of whom was Sarah Pitra I'm so nervous of pronouncing her name wrong so I just say um, <laughs> so yeah, I was kind of like, I mean, I know all of these women have been to TFCon before, so that feels kind of weird to me to say and that. At least <laughs> three of them are involved in either official art or creating stuff for the fandom that goes yeah, down. Yeah. Like, you have bought, I'm sure, stuff that at least one of these women has created. Yeah. So I just thought it was kind of weird. And actually, like, even though I did notice like a slight difference in demographic, I still thought there were quite a lot of women there. So I don't know the fact that people were surprised. I was kind of like, really, this is not. This is like the kind of stuff that used to happen like years ago in British mm. conventions, like at MCM and stuff like that. You would get like comments and stuff, but now people just there's just no point in even pointing it out. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a thing in American conventions in general because I've not been to like a Dragon Con or a San Diego Comic Con or anything like that. But it's it's sort of evened out in. Re- more recent bot cons like the last time I had noticeable comments was in 2012 mm. and it's sort of the demographic split has sort of evened out since then um, 
and it was it was really noticeable at um I think it was 2014 when um Magritte Scott M Scott uh, had a photo shoot <laughs> with um she gathered a load of the female fans together and they took some photos out the front yeah I remember that well seeing that online yeah and that was like just before Windblade came out, I think. So she was kind of like yeah. trying to draw attention to like the female fan base and be like, you oh, are heard, okay. you are seen, I think. That was it. I don't really remember though. Yeah, I got the feeling, even though the female fans were there, it, there was segregation. That, that was my impression mm. of it. Everybody just stuck to their own stuff. So the female fans were doing their own thing and all the boys yeah, were the, doing the their own Yeah, the comic panels seemed mm. to be more girls. Yeah, I noticed in the IDW panel, it was like a largely female audience. Um, and during the cosplay related stuff as well. Um, and then I guess, I don't, I, I don't know, maybe like the parts parties and stuff, I didn't go to them, but maybe that was more like male than like largely male. Yeah. I felt that way. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, the podcasting panel, I can tell you I was the only woman there. And on the Sunday one, there were a lot of people there. You mean on the like on the panel itself or in the room? On the, on the panel, definitely on the panel itself. I was the only woman and nine men, and that I was looking at the pictures afterwards, thinking, "Oh God, <laughs> you know, I had yeah. like it hadn't quite clicked when I was in it." But then in the audience as well, there was definitely a lot more, like largely male. Yeah, yeah. But uh, otherwise, yeah. I mean, I think the uh, the evening entertainment is very different. Yeah. The two conventions, as we've already mentioned, because uh, yeah, people are there. People take their, you know, they talk collecting very seriously at TFCon. Um, but um, what can I say? Other than that, um, more third-party uh, merchandise, maybe uh, in the dealer room, less official product. I got the impression. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Then at the then at TF Nation, um, and uh, yeah, those are the things that really stood out for me. Yeah. I would say, yeah, the thing, the things that stood out to me, I've already talked about both of them, was sort of the, yeah, the gender thing and, and the bar thing were the two main things that stood out to me. I'm not like <laughs> super into the toys, so I didn't really look into that too much. But yeah, I did notice a lot of third party stuff there. And there was that guy who had the really cool, um, the Cyclonus and Nautica uh, 3D printed heads. I don't know if you saw yeah, those. They were amazing. Beautiful. And I stared at those for ages. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, eyes of a Tory, do you think there's stuff that you saw over there you're going to bring back to TF Nation next year? Any ideas Ooh. that you want to adopt? <laughs> that or? might be telling. Uh, <laughs> what uh. can you tell us? Yeah, what can you tell us about TF uh, Nation 2017? There's going to be no bar next year. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sober convention now. <laughs> it takes place in a Soviet prison. <laughs> Good. With a tentacle monster. It's very exciting. On. Now I'm in. Um, yeah, I, I didn't. I, I didn't get the chance to go to uh, TF Nation 2016. Oh, how dare you! How could you? I know. I'm just a terrible villain. You've just broken my heart. Oh. It's a good thing you can't see me because I'm crying so hard. Oh no! No. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't. He didn't realise the F stood for fabulous, so he would have been there. Uh, That's what he wanted—a fabulous. Just so you know, you have to dress fabulously as well. You have to embody fabulousness when you're at TF Nation. I'm I'm doing that right now. You need a bit more glitter, more sequins, less beige, more bright colours. My my beige, my beige. Your beige shirt, your beige. Glowy Jordis, Jesus. 
You told me this would be fabulous at the shop. <laughs> I think you need to go to a different shop. <laughs> Maybe it was fabulous in the shop, but it's not doing much for your house. <laughs> oh, this is what happens when you don't go to TF Nation. Organizers yeah. <laughs> will find you and bully you. Until you come to the convention. So will this, yeah, will this end if I come in 2017? Yeah, we'll stop bullying you. Probably. Okay. Although if you're there, it'll be easier to bully you. Uh, so. Oh no! <laughs> Actually. <laughs> I've had to promise to every listener: if you come to the convention, they will be nice about your grapes. <laughs> yes. I promise. If you come to TF Nation 2017. I will not mock your curtains. Oh dear. That's that you heard it here first. We're gonna be putting out a transmission later in the week about that. <laughs> um, yeah. Will you will you stop just at, at, at when that when uh, August comes around or will you stop immediately? Um, uh, well, well, we'll have to stop immediately. I've got bought no a ticket and yeah. then that you oh, show shit, up, okay. so it will have to be in August, I'm afraid. <laughs> okay, well I'll I can take it till then. <laughs> Uh, Marion, is there anything from TF, uh, TFCon you'd like to see at TF Nation next year? Is there anything you think that they did that could be interesting to see brought over? No, TF Nation is awesome. <laughs> yes! <laughs> we win! That is a correct answer. Well done. And <laughs> I don't even have curtains. Well, we're done here, guys. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> Can we put officially endorsed by Podcast Maximus the best Transformers convention? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Out of two. Out of two yes. Yeah, if you're going to put something on the, the TF Nation flyers to say that Podcast Maximus is the best podcast ever, yeah. Yeah, of course. We'll do an exchange. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, great. Why not? <laughs> uh, but yeah, come on. Tell us about it. Tell us something about TF Nation. Tell us when it is. Oh, okay. Tell us what we're okay. So we we've announced that we're going to be in the bigger hall next year. Um, we've got like obviously I we've got more announcements lined up. Um, yeah, Tori, do you want to? Shall I shall I give you a tease? Little tease. So I've been um, little tease. Okay. Uh, I wish I could tell you half the stuff that's been going on in my inbox because it's very exciting, but. I can say that we are in a position to announce a guest, which will be happening very soon, who is a comic guest who has never been to a UK convention before. So for guys who don't get to go out to American or Canadian conventions, this should be be fun for you. Oh, (laughs) and we think it's someone who's really going to fit in with the TF Nation vibe as well. So, yeah. You found an alcoholic. Yes. <laughs> Come over. It's much well, we want to cater for your needs. I don't want to slander them, but <laughs> disclaimer: all Transformers writers and artists drink responsibly. Uh, that was a hypothetical person I was talking about. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I have to go and buy my ticket now. Yep. And so you will the listeners. <laughs> Otherwise, we're going to have to get you to show us all the chairs and furniture and stuff in your house, and we'll tear them apart as well. So. Oh. <laughs> Hang on, what have, I got? what have I got over here? i got this bowl. Do you know when tickets will be on sale yet to, to help Tom out in his moment of crisis? <laughs> um, Ooh, that is a good question. It is a good question. Soon. <laughs> Probably soon. <laughs> Probably soon. <laughs> we're hoping soon. We're just ironing out a few details. We want to make it so that the booking system is as smooth as possible for everyone so 
Yes. yes. You've got to put the curtains question in as well. <laughs> application form. Describe your curtains. <laughs> Send us a picture of your interior decoration. <laughs> that might exclude people who don't have curtains. Aww. What about yeah. blinds? We'll include blinds as well. We can judge those too. <laughs> <laughs> what if just every night they just wheel a wardrobe in front of their window to stop the street light? That's quite a lot of effort, and I applaud them for their dedication. Do you do that? No. No, he's got curtains. Yeah. Do you do that as well as the curtains? Like to hide the curtains? Well, because what, what if a bird flew through the window <laughs> and they went through the curtains the and curtains. just hit the back of the wardrobe? Just, I'd have to know about it. Well, why are you leaving your windows open at night? So a bird can fly in. <laughs> <laughs> and I can, then I can hear it. What? So to, to wrap up... <laughs> <laughs> what what would you say would be the main selling point for TF Nation for anyone who didn't go last year? What would you say to lure them in this time? That it's fabulous and me and Tori are there. Um, <laughs> um, TF Nation, is, it's very much... It's a community-based event. Got, like It's yeah. all about people like connecting with each other and having fun together at the convention. Um, Our yeah. emphasis is on the social aspect. And if you happen to find the toy that you've been searching for for the last 20 years, that is a bonus. But we would much rather you hang out with mates, meet new mates, and have loads of fun. We want everyone to make friends. Friendship is magic. Oh, wrong franchise, wrong franchise. Oh, no. Oh, no. It must be my girl jeans. I think you're here for the <laughs> convention. Hey, Curses um, that is so sexist. <laughs> It's worth saying that Podcast Maximus only exists because of... Uh, oh, I guess it was auto-assembly. But you guys were auto-assembly, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. Two different yeah, conventions, but yeah, we do, we do auto-assembly yeah, stuff okay. too. <laughs> Podcast Maximus only exists because the three of us met at uh, auto-assembly. Well, yeah, so you're like Aww. a perfect example of the community vibe of the British Transformers yeah, conventions. A love story that TF Nation can take no credit for. <laughs> uh, to finish then would, do you two have uh, Twitter handles or anything else you'd like to promote oh, before goodness. we uh, uh, depart yeah, um, I have a Twitter handle but don't follow it because it's full of just shit posting <laughs> and overwatch crap <laughs> yeah at the moment mine is pretty much like a mixture of random video game shit and stuff about the American election but um, my Twitter <laughs> handle is evilcleverdog so if you want a combination of video games, theatre design, politics, and the ramblings of a madwoman, follow that Twitter. Yep, I'm Amido, so if you just want <laughs> Overwatch crap, <laughs> be crying about how much I love Overwatch, and like nothing about Transformers at all, then <laughs> there's that. Don't follow me. And follow TF Nation on Twitter, TF Nation LTD on Twitter. Do that. Okay, and where can we find TF Nation on the web? Uh, well, it's tfnation.com, and we've got a Tumblr, which is uh, tf-nation.tumblr.com. The Twitter is tfnationltd, uh, and there's a Facebook page as well. Um, we also have an Instagram. We do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> as you can see, it's very heavily utilised. <laughs> So yeah, we've got we've got all the social media things. What's the bat all on the them. Instagram? I want to see the bat. Who knows? We probably have a Snapchat. We don't think we have a Snapchat. <laughs> I don't think we actually have a Snapchat. What's Snapchat? Uh, 
All right. Just found you on Instagram. And yes, it looks like you don't know you have one. <laughs> oh, I'll talk to Steve about that one. But, but I am following you now. <laughs> so it, it takes us a few days to get this out. So you need to put loads of photos on before okay, this is released. Yeah, we'll, we will definitely crazy. do that. <laughs> yeah, please. Get Steve to get and, on that. Uh, Tom and Marion, your Twitter handles and anything you'd like to promote? Marion, you're first. So I'm Walter on Twitter, uh, as um, those who listen will probably know. And uh, just also say, we're going to have two podcast episodes coming out from TFCon, from the two podcasting panels that we did. So uh, watch out for them. Tom? Uh, I am Tyrone McNally on Twitter. Uh, I uh, make another podcast, a fiction audio drama called The Saga of the European King. It's a fantasy comedy uh, examination of the franchise fiction that destroyed culture. Uh, we've got a, a Patreon going. Uh, chapter 22 uh, will be out very shortly. You can find us on iTunes, on SoundCloud, and on Bandcamp, whatever your particular favoured podcaster is. Um, I urge you to go have a look. It's very good. The Saga of the European King. And I am at Inflatable Dalek. And my short, first professional short story sale is out now in a anthology called Fitting In. All about uh, sp- uh, Tom's holding it up there, his copy. Uh, all five-star reviews on Amazon so far, though none of them mentioned my story specifically. I'm sure they all loved it. Uh, <laughs> it's out there. Buy it. Uh, if you're searching for it on Amazon... Be careful, because there's an awful lot of gay erotic fiction called Fitting In as well. Uh, that's not me. Mine's the one about the werewolves and zombies. Do they fit in to each other? <laughs> I, I've not read it. It's just like uh, covers of men hugging each other with Fitting In, the forbidden fruits of passion and stuff like that. As it always it. My favourite is Pounded by the Pound, Turned Gay by the Economic Implications of Brexit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did you write that? <laughs> no, I didn't. I actually didn't. It is on Amazon. It has fantastic reviews. And the guy was so, so shocked by how well it was received that he wrote a follow-up, like, turned gay by the implications of how well my book did after I wrote it on Brexit. Yeah, there you go. When you, when you shot me for your gay erotic novels, also check out my short story. <laughs> but the Kindle version's only £5. It's a bargain, bargain. Yeah. My mother called it quite good. Wow, in today's quite money, good. that would get you the same as a Diet Coke. Or a mac and cheese in America. It's, that's a <laughs> mac and cheese to feed your family for a week. Or a grain of rice. My words will feed your soul. That's important thing. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> we would like to say goodbye to everybody listening. Say goodbye, Tom. Uh, goodbye, and thank you very much, Isa and Tori. You've been amazing special guests here on Podcast Maximus. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Oh, you should come in every week. It'd be great. <laughs> You sure you want to welcome the void into your podcast every week? It can be yeah, arranged. We can talk about I don't know. What do we normally talk about? Till all are one. Thomas Attack Edge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe my laptop technology will be fixed by then, and I will actually have a face. <laughs> That'll be uh, startling. 
If you do any Thomas the Tank yes. Engine reviews, be sure to call us in for that. Let's do that. Let's do yeah. that. No jokes. No jokes. Let's get a Can Thomas we review the episodes DVD. that scared me as a child so I can confront my fears? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> the scariest Thomas the Tank Engine reviews. The animals of Farthing Wood, because I can't be scared as a child without mentioning that cartoon. Yeah. Uh, animals of Farthing Wood and Thomas the Tank Engine, oh, oh. we're the ones to call. Okay. Mm-hmm. Watch ship down. <laughs> For the Thomas podcast, we could rate every episode out of five Ringo stars out of five. <laughs> uh, we didn't rehearse this. We didn't rehearse this. He just came up with that. Right wow. So, what, like five <laughs> Ringo stars is child traumatized and zero Ringo stars is would probably get on TV today. Yeah, that's how, that's how Ringo would like it. This is probably a conversation for after the podcast anyway, but the, Thomas, the Tommy Tank podcast. <laughs> thank you both again thank you uh, everybody say goodbye bye Carry on with the Thomas puns. I'm sorry for derailing your podcast. Oh! <laughs>